guys, welcome back to the Hey Mom, Why Did No One Tell Me podcast. My name is Rebecca, I am your host for this podcast, and thank you so much for joining me back um, with this episode. Um, I'm not really sure um, when I'll be posting this or in what order. I'm sort of like recording a whole bunch of episodes and I'm gonna pick and choose how I want to release them, so I'm not sure what episode number this will be, but nonetheless, I am super excited and grateful that you are here, because today we're going to be talking about a few things that I think are really important and that everyone sort of experiences. Um, Today we're going to be talking about limiting beliefs, and I feel like if anyone Um, is familiar with limiting beliefs and the whole thing, it's definitely me, and I'm sure a ton of you guys also are a little familiar with limiting beliefs and sort of, yeah, um, I think they kind of not creep up in our lives, but I think they just sort of appear without us really realizing what they are or necessarily how they, um, how they work. Or not necessarily how they work, but we just don't realize they're there. And one day we're just like, oh gosh, like, you know, I don't believe that I could do this one thing. And then we take a step back and we think, okay, well, no, actually I can do this thing, but why do I think I can't? So I hope that made sense. And that's sort of what we'll, is what we'll be talking about today. Um, so... Yeah, limiting beliefs. Um, I definitely have had quite um, a few of them. Um, I've had limiting beliefs surrounding all sorts of things. My career, starting this podcast, um, starting my own business, all of it. Um, I had them. I still have them. They just sort of like evolve with, you know, what I'm doing. Um, But I think limiting beliefs, it's like, why did no one really tell me about them? And I think it's a little tricky because we don't always know we're being exposed to those limiting beliefs. And so sort of, you know, what those limiting beliefs are would be, you know, things that they're phrases or maybe ideas that we have heard over and over again that we just start to believe that they are true and we don't consciously realize that they're true we're just sort of like "Eh, yeah that's that's probably you know you just hear it over and over again and like it's it's this thing that I've heard where when you speak something into existence if you speak it enough times then it's almost like it's bound to come true so I've used that or not use that, but I've heard a lot of that exercise being used for positive thinking and positive ideas. So it kind of makes sense that it would work the other way too. Like if you hear enough negative thoughts, negative reactions, then at some point it's going to feel like, you know, those negative and limiting beliefs, if you hear them enough, you're going to believe they're true, whether you consciously know it or not. So I think what's, you know, like I said before, it's really tricky because we don't always know that we're being exposed to those limiting beliefs. Um, And, you know, you probably have heard them like throughout your life and you don't even realize who you've heard them from. Um, You've probably heard them from your friends, your teachers, your parents, um, people that love and care about you and they're just trying to look out for you. Um, I know a big one for artists and actors. Um, For those of you who are new, I am an actor. 
Um, and you know, a lot of times growing up, I would hear, you know, like only so many people can ever become actors, or artists don't make any money, or no, um, no actor, or you know, hardly any artist or hardly any actors ever make it. Um, and that's that's something that I know as an actor, I've um, definitely heard growing up, and. Quite honestly, I heard it so much throughout my childhood that when it was time for me to like take the plunge and like, you know, actually go do the thing and go be an actor, go be an artist, um, it was a little, it was a little tricky. Um, and I definitely had to work through those limiting beliefs and, you know, I think one of the ways you can get through limiting beliefs is just by doing things over and over and over again to prove that those limiting beliefs are not true. And it took me a while to get over those limiting beliefs that I couldn't be an artist and I could like never quote unquote make it as an actor. And it wasn't until probably a year after I graduated college when I got my first like legitimate um like theater arts contract that I finally started to believe, oh no, like this is something that I can actually do. Like I can make a living doing this. And you know, sometimes you, you just have to, you know, you just have to go with it, keep working towards your goals. And I think over time you're, you'll slowly start, you know, building up the idea that you are totally worth it and that you can make a living doing what you love. Um, and this doesn't just like apply to artists, it can apply to, you know, anything. Any career that you want to get into, any sort of hobby you might want to pursue. I think you start, you know, working towards your goal like inch by inch and then eventually you've gone so far and you're gonna look back and be like, wow, I really... Um, I did a lot and I made a lot of progress and I think once you make a certain amount of progress or get to a certain point then you know I think a flip or not a flip I think a, um, a switch will just flip in your head and you'll be like oh no like that limiting belief I had I don't have that anymore and I know it takes a long time to sort of get out of our heads and get out of those limiting beliefs but I really do think that if you keep working towards it, eventually you're just gonna like find that um, find that point, and it's gonna like you know be a switch in your head, a light bulb's gonna go off. You're gonna be like, oh yeah, no, that's exactly um, like that's exactly what I used to believe, and now I don't believe it anymore, or at least that's how it sort of happened to me. I um, I can't really speak to everyone, um, but that's just sort of my own personal experience. And, you know, as far as artists are concerned, you know, creative people, whether you're an actor, writer, um, photographer, etc., etc., um, I think, you know, a lot of us experience those limiting beliefs surrounding our careers as artists. And I think it's due to us being told, maybe without even us realizing it growing up and even in college, you know, that oh, so you're gonna get a, um, you're gonna study, you know, photography. Well, what are you gonna do with photography? I mean, I can't tell you how many times that people would ask me, oh, so you're, um, getting a theater degree. So what's your, what's your backup? And 
I was always really stubborn. I was like, well, I don't really have a backup. And it's not from like, you know, a, you know, it's not from a, an arrogant standpoint, like, oh, I don't have a backup because I'm going to, you know, make this, um, my career. It was more so like, oh, I don't have a backup because it never occurred to me that I couldn't have a career in this. It's like, you never see people going to like STEM majors and, um, saying, oh, so, oh, so you're getting a degree in electrical engineering. Well, what are you going to do with electrical engineering? Or someone who wants to get a law degree and, you know, they're in law school. You're, you're not going to walk up to them and say, oh, so you're studying, um, like criminal justice law. Like, what are you going to do with, uh, with a law degree in criminal justice? Like, you're not going to ask those questions to those people. And I always wondered why people think it's okay to ask artists those questions. Um, because, you know, you wouldn't ask other people majoring in other things those questions, so what makes artists any different? And the answer is, they shouldn't be asking those questions. We aren't different. You know, we're studying something that we want to study, and you know, I'm a firm believer that no matter what you are studying, no matter what you want to do, if you're creative and you know that you want a path in the arts, doing, you know, whatever you want to do with your creative passion, you can absolutely create your own career out of that. Um, so yeah, definitely getting limiting beliefs like from that in college, maybe even in high school. Um, yeah, I've gotten them. I'm sure the people listening to this podcast have gotten them too. And, you know, it sucks. And I think it's unfair that people who are creative have to deal with these questions. Um, and I think it's time that we started saying, hey, like, this is my career. This is what I want to make a living out of. You might not want to do that yourself. That's great. Um, I respect that and I just ask that you respect what I do um because I've definitely run into it especially living in the Washington DC area there are people who work for government contractors they work in the public sector you know the private sector makes a ton of money um and not to sort of say that people who have chosen that route it's not like they're bad people for choosing that like that's not what I'm saying I'm saying that, you know, they've chosen to go a certain way and I respect that. Like, I would never want to work for, um, you know, I would never want to work in a setting that didn't make me happy. And, you know, if someone wants, if someone doesn't want to work in the creative field because it doesn't make them happy, then hey, I can totally understand that. Um, I just don't think that it's, I don't think it's okay for people who are working in maybe more traditional jobs to look down on artists. Um, That that's not something I stand for, not something I really tolerate. Um, So yeah, breaking through those limiting beliefs took a long time for me. And now that I've broken through them as far as being an artist is concerned, then yeah, I'm absolutely going to be like, well, hey, wait a second. Like, you know, I'll hear a limiting belief that I believed for so long and be like, no, that's not true. And I'm hoping that by saying it enough times that people will understand that if they keep asking artists those same, like, really not appropriate questions, like, you wouldn't 
like you just wouldn't say to anyone and you really shouldn't say to anyone hey so this is what you're getting a degree in what are you gonna do with it do you think you can actually make money with it um i think that's i think the starving artist trope is old and outdated and i think it needs to stop and i think that we can work on getting rid of it um so that was a bit of a tangent i went off there on um on that that's something that i've definitely been um experiencing my whole life and i definitely have a lot to say on it um but yeah it's like these limiting beliefs they they don't serve you like as an artist as a person like even if you're not an artist limiting beliefs they don't serve you and you know there there are a couple reasons why so they're not um they don't serve you because you you were you're being like when you hear these things being said to you something in your subconscious goes okay well you're probably right so if you like if i'm hearing everyone say that artists don't make money but i love to draw and i think it's something that would be you know i'm something i'm good at something i think i can make a living off of hearing over and over again that artists don't make money eventually you're going to believe that and hearing those limiting beliefs they keep you from fully embracing your gifts and like what you are meant to do as a person and Again, not just related to artists. I think that if you are, you know, I, I know other people, not other people, but I know some particular um, areas of study might get it a little bit more. Um, I know people who have majored in history and the question they got to was, oh, so you're, you just want to be like a, a history teacher then. And by saying something like that, it's like you're almost, you're almost limiting what that person thinks they are capable of and that is not okay um i don't think that you should ever you know insinuate that what someone wants to do isn't worthwhile because i think that everyone has you know the thing that they're really good at and the thing that they are meant to do and you know it's a good thing that not everyone's meant to do the same thing because then everything would kind of be like out of balance and out of whack so i think that hearing these limiting beliefs they're so dangerous like not dangerous but like they just don't serve you because it's keeping you from doing you know what you want to do and you know what you feel is right for you and you know i i really it pains me to see people who you know, they have this thing that they really like, but they, they're told, oh, you're not going to make money, so you better, like, study this in college instead. Um, and I think that's really, really, um, really sad because, you know, I think everything is, you know, equally important to, like, a well-rounded, like, society. Um, so... I think that limiting beliefs, they just, you know, at the at the bottom line, they just don't serve us as people. And one of my uh, resolutions for 2021 is to do things that serve me as a person, both personally, professionally, 
And one of those things is really trying to like push back against those limiting beliefs and just say, hey, like you don't, you don't belong here. Um, and I know that breaking through limiting beliefs and actually like getting that breakthrough can be like pretty tricky. So a couple of things that I've found to be helpful is that like in order to break through those limiting beliefs is just to start by telling yourself that these are all just phrases and they don't actually mean mean a whole lot. Now, a different weight of that meaning. So it's like having some random person on the street tell you um, something about being an artist versus, you know, maybe a close relative or a significant other. Your significant other or that relative, what they tell you is going to carry more weight than just some random person on the street, right? Um, so I think start starting by telling yourself that they're just phrases and, you know, you give them the weight that they carry. So absolutely, like if I were to do something and some person I just met in a class said, oh, well, I don't think that's a good idea. I'd be like, oh, okay, well, you know, I don't really know you. Okay, cool. Um, thanks for your input. But if, you know, I had a close friend say, hey, I don't think this is really a good idea, um, you know, then I would definitely take that more into consideration. But if, you know, they're doing it out of a fear that it might not work out for me or a fear that they don't think it's good for me, as long as, you know, I'm being safe and I'm being responsible, then, you know, I just will sort of say, hey, thank you so much for looking out for me, but this is something that I feel like deep, deep down in my gut that I need to do. That's, again, that's just me. Um, yeah, just starting by saying or telling yourself any limiting belief, really. It's just a word. They're just words together. It's all they are. You take away the power that those words give you or that, those, that you take away the power that you give those words, and they're just words. Um, as far as, you know, being an artist or just doing something that a lot of people might not perceive as, like, the regular or, like, typical way to do things, is to just, you know, tell yourself that you are that thing. So, for me, I would say, you know, I'm an actor, and I would take ownership of that. And if you're an artist, say that you are an artist, and you are going to take ownership of that title. And the more you say it out loud, the more comfortable it becomes. And the more you feel comfortable saying it. And it's crazy, but like it actually works. Like I remember for the longest time, like once I graduated from college, yeah, college, I was a waitress when I left school. And when people asked me what I did, I would say, oh, I'm a waitress, but I also, you know, do theater on the side. And it was like, I'd be like, yeah, like, I'm kind of an actor, but, like, I'm kind of not. Like, I actually do wait, like, I waitress, and that's where, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I did that for a while, and it wasn't until, you know, that switch flipped in my head, and I was like, no, I'm an actor. Like, I'm going to start telling people when they meet me that I'm an actor. And I started doing that, and quite honestly, the conversations have been a lot more interesting. Um, I remember... You know, when I made that switch in my head, um, I was saying that everywhere. 
I was an actor. I put it like uh, as my job on Facebook. I um, became really proud of, you know, having it on my Instagram bio. And um, when I was like using dating apps, I'm not using them anymore. Um, but when I was, I had actor on my um, as my occupation, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, tell me more." So it became a really cool conversation starter. But it also was really cool because I just came very, I became very unapologetic with me. And I'm like, you know, hey, like I'm an actor. You might think that's cool. You might think that's weird. It's fine, whatever you think. But I am not going to let your opinions get in the way of what I want to do. And that was a limiting belief that I had that in order for other people to like me, I had to be either like super successful as an actor or, you know, I couldn't say, oh yeah, I'm an actor, but then like not have any credits. I I got through that and I was like, no, people are going to like me for who I am and what I do. And if they don't, then, you know, that sucks for them. (laughs) Um, And oddly enough, like the more you say it out loud, the more comfortable it becomes, the more you feel comfortable saying it, that whole thing. Um, Another sort of like branch off of that that I found to be so incredibly scary, but actually kind of works, is by saying it on social media. Now, I'm not saying, you know, post it everywhere, but um, when I was in a course um, in like the fall of 2019, so the fall of last, no, not 2019, sorry, the fall of 2020. So I'm recording this in the very end of 2020, but it's being released in 2021. So the fall of last year, Yeah, that's right. Um, I remember part of the course, it was like the, I call it the Instagram week. And they were like, yeah, you're going to put this like on your Instagram bio. And I was like, what? No, I I don't want to do that. Like, you know, it was kind of scary because all of a sudden, like if it's out there on social media, then I had to like, you know, not own up to it, but like, you know, step into that and be like, yeah, I am a, a success coach. And I was so scared to change my Instagram bio on my um, on my personal Instagram page. Now that page is private for like friends and family. And then I have my business page. So like changing it on the business page wasn't that difficult, but on my personal page, I was like, oh geez, like I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this. And then I did it. And then I realized, oh, okay. The world's still standing, still spinning. My house, you know, hasn't collapsed in because I changed my Instagram bio like it's okay and I think that's another thing it's like once you start like I think a lot of the limiting beliefs like we get so stuck at them because we don't know what's on the other side and then like once we just do it and we get to that other side you're like oh okay so like the world didn't collapse while I was doing this thing that was so scary and then I think that gives us more confidence that now that we know what the other side is like we're, we're not so scared to, you know, embrace what we want to embrace. Um, so yeah, taking ownership of that, saying it loud and proud, saying it on social media, and also like surrounding yourself with people who are sort of like on your same wavelength. And those people, what I mean by that, like on your same wavelength, are the people who will support you and lift you up. And this is really important because you know, and I find this in my own life. If I'm around people who, 
you know, might be a little down, might be feeling a little just like, you know, not 100%, I'm going to feel that way too. It's like their energy, it's like I'm feeding off of that low energy. But I know that um, if I'm around people who are working towards the same goals as me, who are trying to do the same, not the same thing as me, but, you know, trying to start their own business or their actors, you know, that energy becomes electrifying. Like, I remember um, I worked on a show here in the Washington, D.C. area, and this was the show that was sort of like the catalyst of me believing in myself as an actor and getting past that limiting belief. And it was a show, um, and the entire cast was Asian American. And... Um, I don't know if I've said this on here before, I'm adopted from China, so, um, you know, spent most of my life, except for, like, the first, like, seven months, um, like, in the United States, and so, you know, especially in media, not really seeing myself on TV, like, in shows growing up, and wanting to enter a career field and industry where diversity is still very much, you know, being fought for within the industry, being a part of a show, and especially as my, as my first professional show, like in the area, being a part of a show where everyone was, you know, um, you know, people who looked like me, that was so powerful. And I just remember like that energy was like so amazing. I was feeding off of it. And I was like, yes, I can become an actor. They're all Asian Americans. They're all, you know, Pacific Islanders. Like, they look like me and they can do, like, they're doing what I want to do. Like, and I saw the proof there that, you know, these people who looked like me could make a career doing what I wanted to do. And I saw the proof and I knew it could happen. And I just became, like, so, I fed off that energy and it was, like, so exciting. And I was just like, yes, 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 like, this is what I want to do. And, you know, I, that was when everything switched, really, for me, as far as, like, calling myself an actor. So, you know, that's what I mean by surrounding yourself with people who are on your same wavelength. Wavelength. Um, I'm in a couple groups with other, um, with other people who are, you know, starting their own businesses. I'm in a group online and we're just a bunch of entrepreneurs and, you know, we're working towards building our own businesses the way we want to build them. So being on that wavelength is, you know, just as important to me. And it's, you know, awesome seeing all this like amazing stuff that everyone is putting out into the world. And that makes me want to put stuff out into the world too. And I know that if I were in like a group of people or like with a group of people who wanted to do it, but were like, you know, oh, I don't know if this is something like I can do. If like they're teetering back and forth, then I know if I'm around that, I'm going to teeter back and forth too. But what's great about this group is that, you know, everyone's like, no, I'm starting a business. This is what I'm doing. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to start a business too. This is what I'm doing. And I don't do that teetering back and forth thing. So... That is something else I highly recommend. Surround yourself with people who are on your same wavelength, who will support you, who will lift you up, because you might not realize it now, but when you hit those points of like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? How am I going to do this? Um, And, you know, you can, like, I know I can go to, like, my boyfriend and tell him about, you know, pretty much anything. Well, anything, really. Um, And he can, you know, talk it out with me. And he'll be like so supportive and so sympathetic, empathetic, 
Um, but it's different because if I talk to someone who is actually like going through the same thing, it's like, you know, we just understand each other a bit more because we're going through the same thing. And I think that's something awesome. You know, you can have the most supportive people in the world. That's great. But it's always nice to have other people who are going through the exact same thing as you, like kind of in your corner. Um, so yeah, that's sort of um, my sort of tips and tricks to breaking through um, your limiting beliefs. Um, we're all different, so I'm sure you guys have your own um, tips and tricks to breaking through limiting beliefs. I would love to hear them. Um, so I want you to take a screenshot of this episode, um, leave a review, um, rate the episode, rate the podcast, subscribe, um, but take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram and tell me, um, something that you're doing to help break you through any limiting beliefs you have. I'd love to hear them. I'd love to talk with you guys. You can, um, tag me at the Hey Mom, Why Did No One Tell Me podcast, or you can also tag me at Boldly Balanced Life, both on Instagram. Links will be in the show notes. And yeah, I want to thank you all so much for listening and some exciting news. I am having a five-day challenge. So the five-day challenge is going to be so... Let me just check my calendar here. The five-day challenge is going to start on January 25th. And yeah, um, it's free, open to anyone. It's a free Facebook group. Um, Link is in show notes. Um, It'll be on my social media. But it's a five-day challenge for creatives. So actors, writers, entrepreneurs, photographers, graphic designers, illustrators, whatever you are, if you do something creative and you are looking to taking that and if you're looking for taking that first step to you know making a living and making money off of being a creative person you know come come to the group come join us it's going to be a fun time there's going to be lots of exciting information i'm going to be going live every day during that five-day challenge we're going to be talking about things Um, I'm going to have lots of information. There's going to be lots of homework and some prizes as well. So yes, link is in the show notes. Be sure to join. And yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. And I will see you in next one.